The Hillbilly Wreckers podcast is sponsored by Chicago Pizza Authority on Summit Street in Elgin. Take advantage of the school night special, a 16-inch one-topping thin crust pizza plus a two-liter of soda of your choice for just $18.99. Carry out and delivery only. A special thank you to Fonzie and the Dago Tees for use of their song, King of the Hill, as the Hillbilly Wreckers theme song. I still have it. I still have the black. I just saw it the other day because when I was packing stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> now you better have it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So <laughs> it's got uh, doesn't it have overchlorinated water on it or something like that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it's, that, that's a story for another time. Yeah, just like the Bubby story. <laughs> yes. Only a dab a dozen. Yes. Dab a dozen. Yep. <laughs> J.R. Hogg, if you look up J.R. Hogg on YouTube, I'm sure you'll be able to find something. Actually, he wrestled, uh, you know, for, uh, like, Bob Blues. Or he yeah, was on them shows. Well, they were taped out of Indiana. Yep. Right, and they were, though... Uh, Lafayette, I think. Uh, or Indiana, the, uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. At the but, Armory. Yes, and he actually, you know, one of their workers, like that uh, Jerry Graham or... Dr. Jerry Graham. Yeah, yeah. Jerry yeah. Graham. Yep. And I, at the time, I don't know how we crossed paths in regards of getting this connection with this J.R. It might have been through Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie Vegas. Mm -hmm. But long story short, I didn't put two and two together when we started working with him. And from from the (laughs) get-go, the Ray Orndorff hack... You know, I don't care if you're listening. You hack. Um, it just, it was just from the get go. We did him, and then we ended up going to Ohio. Uh, Duggan was on that show. Uh, matter of fact, right there, right there. Cuban assassin. <laughs> yeah. That 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 guy, Cuban assassin, had the worst body odor. He stunk, and Duggan had to work him. And Duggan was in a chin lock with him or something. Oh, forever. <laughs> you were reffing. You, you had Duggan's match. Yeah, okay. I, I had, had Ronnie and and Bobo in the cage. Okay. Because and Ronnie threw me in the cage and I did the Heenan like sideways. <laughs> you were like, holy right. shit, man. That was really cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then I think the next night I didn't ref. I rang announce and you reffed. Friday night, I reffed. It was like, we both did Saturday night. Okay. Because if you remember, that was when the shuttle blew up on its return. Okay. It disintegrated. Right, right, right. It was all over the news because we were at the hotel. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, But (laughs) Bobby, Bobby, come come morning time, you know, we need to get paid because we kept getting pushed off. We're all staying in the same hotel. And Ronnie Vegas is like, that's all right, Nick. You'll get paid more. Get him more. Get him more. Trevor and I both, you know, you know, we're getting out, getting our breakfast, you know, we're kind of like, we want to hit the road, <laughs> you know, He's sitting at the table, literally, Ugh. you know, you guys are a dime a dozen, I mean, you know, <laughs> dime a dozen, yeah, dime a dozen. Like he, didn't, like he didn't want to even pay us. Yeah. We drove, Columbus was what, five and a half, six hours? Yes. And wow. I, 
So we drove we drove <laughs> Friday from Chicago to Fort Wayne. I refereed that show. He taped, and yeah. then we drove from Fort, Fort Wayne, Wayne to Columbus. Columbus. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then back home. Yeah. Wow. Sunday. And he did not. Yeah. And I'm like, I filmed this shit and all that too. Oh, that was Ray Orndorff. I'm like, I filmed yours too. You know, but we did go. We did go back because I rang an ounce. You must that it, you must have went without you, me. Uh, I don't oh, think I, I have went. to go. I may have to go look. <laughs> don't make me. Play. I I, here's a here's a funny thing. So I was just looking at this poster. Right. Do you remember? Do you remember the guy on the left? This dude. Yeah. I've heard of him, but I thought he did nothing in the ring. I don't remember. I, I don't read. He goes to CAZ. Really? Yes. He goes. It's um. I, Ken Ken Jugan. Yeah, I. Ken Ken Jugan is did, did WWF TV in the seventies and early eighties. Wow. Okay. Yep. I, and then he became the Lord Zoltan and. Yeah, he just did. He didn't. I remember him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm being a critic, but you know I think I've earned my stripes. But you're a diamond dog. Yeah, I'm dime a dozen, Bubby. Yep. Bubby, work with me, Bubby. <laughs> yeah, he, he's been gone like 10 years, hasn't he? Something like that, yeah. 10, 15 years yeah. ago? He was, he was big. He was a big guy. Yeah. And, big. Uh, I mean, to even, you know, it, and to get the recognition, which was cool. And it's like, wow, you know, I mean, it's, but I said, going back a little bit, I didn't put two and two together with the Jerry Graham and all that until I started watching and getting a hold of a lot of this Bob Boos TV, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, well, he did something. And just like a young Scott Rohrer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yeah. holy cow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's what what a small world it actually is on how wrestling could spawn off so many different. Oh, here's, yeah. here's, a, here's a story about about Romer and myself. OK, so <laughs> Romer comes to Vegas and I got there Sunday morning early and he showed up later in the afternoon, I think, or maybe he even showed up Monday. I don't remember. I think it was Sunday afternoon he showed up. And uh, I went and got him and, and, you know, dropped him off at the hotel. And he got checked in and, and uh, he, he reached back out to me or I saw him downstairs or something. And he was like, hey, man, he's like, um, are you planning on going to Walmart anytime soon? I'm like, well, yeah, I says, I actually, you know, because I always get a case of water because I'm not going to buy the hotel water there it's too freaking expensive i can get i can get a case for you know six six bucks it lasts you all the time there right and if i wind up leaving a few bottles and i do for Mm. for the maids but um he's like hey he was like i forgot i forgot to pack some underwear he's like could you pick me up a pen i'm like sure okay (laughs) so i go and he tells me a silent number an extra large or whatever grab his grab him and i'm coming back and here I come through the women's. Right, go check out. So he likes to get pictures with, you know, the female wrestlers. So I we got them all together and right and and you know I had given him um, I had his underwear in my bag along with this other thing and so I'm I got the camera. I'm like, all right, there's probably like I don't know, 15 girls there, 16 girls. He's, he's in the middle and smiling and I'm like I and okay all right then he was like here let me check him out I'm like girls don't go anywhere don't go anywhere I'm like girls I says what's the one thing that you never forget to pack makeup right and finally somebody said underwear I'm like right I go and I'm like 
Scott Romer, for your photographer here, forgot to grab, pack underwear, <laughs> and he asked me to go get him some. So here you go, Scott. And it was granny panties. <laughs> and made him put them on his head, and all the girls got a laugh out of it. Took him pit and, and Rock Riddle is there. Right. And he saw the whole thing. There's a picture of him. So Scott actually put that story in his book. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I started reading Scott's book. and uh, Yeah, awesome. And, and you know, <laughs> uh, one of the first times I met Scott uh, was obviously at the, you know, the reunion here. The, oh, okay. You know, okay. The Midwest yeah. reunion. Is that even a thing anymore? Uh, I don't know. I It just fell, in my opinion, it fell in the wrong hands. Okay. Uh, no argument for me. <laughs> no. And and it's no disrespect, but it was, I think it's good intention. Mm -hmm. right? It's good intention. Mm -hmm. Usually these things do take work and just certain ends weren't being met. It, I think it would be successful if the passion was there for the people who were you know, doing it, mm -hmm. you know, sure. the, I, I will say that the, uh, one of the people that are running it is their passion is there. Right. But it's just, it's just not, it, it's not clicking. And, and quite honestly, uh, we didn't really get as much of, you know, the Midwest, you know, talent to come in. I mean, we need, you know, they're the ones we're promoting. You're trying to help promote them. I mean, it's a time to help celebrate, you know what we do sure okay could it you know build into like a, an extension off cac it could have that potential if it started gaining weight because then the the ones that paved the way for us would want to come mm -hmm. to out this way because it's being run the correct way mm -hmm. right you know uh it's good intentions uh it's just in the wrong hands right now in my opinion and i'm not trying to burn bridges but i'm being honest Okay. Well, and, and, and nobody I, knows my passion. And, and unfortunately, that, you know. some some, and and maybe that's why there's issues with me from from certain people that I don't pull punches. You know, it's it's either it's either good or it's bad. There's no gray area right. with me. And and uh, you know, um, if 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 it's shit, I'm gonna call it shit. Right. Well, ladies, I it, it's. You know, good intentions. It's great intentions. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it it helps spotlight. You know, like you guys, it spotlights yeah. Pow. It spotlights CSW. It spot mm -hmm. Brew City. You know, and the uh, Herb Simmons down in St. Louis. Yes, I mean it's it, it's the Midwest thing, mm -hmm. and we, it, the promoters it would help if say, hey, look, we're going to go do this. Let's make our presence known. You mm -hmm. can make some connections right. and so forth. It's like another right. way. I mean, well, come on, I wrestlers just... are doing it all the time. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, POW Entertainment, you know, gets a ton of, hey, I'd like to be booked. Hey, I'd like to be booked. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and there's promotions out there that are getting it. And uh, it's just another way to connect and celebrate, you know, what we do. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, um, for, for those of you that, um, you know, that are watching and, and or listening, um, uh, see, uh, cauliflower alley club.org. It's also on Facebook. Um, memberships mm -hmm. are 25 or 35 lifetime is 300. I'm actually a lifetime mm -hmm. member now. 
uh, after so many years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Um, very, very proud of that. Um, you know, you've never been. It's in August. Let me let me pull up the date here. It's in August. Maybe we do a uh, hillbilly records. Now you can get that, that set up. Awesome. Wouldn't that be? Yeah, it was. Really so it's it's, August, it's uh, yeah it's yes it is August twenty. I'm actually flying out on the 27th. It's actually August 28th, 29th, and 30th. Saturday, but, Sunday, Monday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, it's Monday, Tuesday. But Monday. I'm flying out Sunday. Okay. Monday, Tuesday, So Monday. I get to the Egg and I in the morning. Yeah, there you First go. First flight out. Dude, you know what? That, that's a good place to eat. And yes. they, dude, they they pack that plate, man. <laughs> you feel right at home, bro. <laughs> hey, that's another place, too. Black, Blackberry Brown, Brown or Blackberry Restaurant. Okay. But, uh, not Blackberry. Black Bear Restaurant. Okay. It's on uh, Flamingo, about five miles, six miles from the Gold Coast. Okay. Uh, but they're, they've got really good food, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. You, yeah, you I do. know. I know the good places to eat. And I always check them out. Let's get some prime ribs. Yes. Yeah. Prime ribs. Oh, yep. Oh, my yep. God. That was, that's definitely a story for um, another But, day. yeah. Um, you know, if, if you've never been, um, I would say highly suggest at least going once. Brian's kind of burnt out of it is he really yeah you know what i i I know he's a great bowler and i uh i want to bowl against him scott spade i bowled against scott spade Uh scott spade is a good bowler brian he's won that cac bowling tournament on several occasions Mm -hmm. you know two that i know of for sure Mm -hmm. and joe fuhrer won one okay he didn't want he came in second place brian was first joe was second okay yeah joe yep (laughs) Yep. <laughs> but so, I, I would do that in a heartbeat. Oh, you know? yeah. you know, uh, Joe Moriello bold, I know that, mm-hmm. you know, and so mm-hmm. forth. But um and, and again, it is a it is a great experience. I have not been there in years and I am actually contemplating on going again just due to the fact that there's not that many more of the people who paved the way for us around anymore terry funk know? hasn't been there in like three four years i mean covid yeah 20 you know i mean 20, just... but um yeah terry hasn't been there in a while jg still goes okay um uh, yeah i mean unfortunately we you know we just You're lost superstar awesome. billy graham yesterday yeah, yeah, yeah. um he he was there i forget what year i think was. the one the last time i was there is when uh uh he was there, and he presented Iron Sheik with a painting. Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Yep. that he painted of the Iron Sheik. Oh wow! I mean, and, and I know I have it in my archives somewhere, but that moment of something like that—I mean, yep. you know, yep. it's something else. It, it, you know, um, like I said, you you pay for your banquet ticket. It's, um, I believe, it's one hundred fifty dollars, and then they give you the code to. Log in to get your room. You don't have to stay at the Gold Coast, or not the Gold Coast, at the Plaza. I'm actually staying in another uh, uh, hotel within walking distance. It's on it's on uh, Fremont Street. Um, but I mean, there's there's other things to do if you've never been to Vegas that that you Vegas can do. Vegas is fun. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. It can be fun. Um, but um, yeah, if you know, if if you're interested in going, then you know. 
Uh, let me know. I'll get you more information on it. And, yeah, maybe we do a and, and actually, show out there or something. It, it, it would be great. I mean, I, I, oh, yeah, I, I definitely help no, you guys out with that. Dude, I, I definitely, uh, one of my prided uh, interviews was at CAC with Luna. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and just, uh, you know, within the last uh, year and a half, though, uh, I was approached to provide sound footage from that. Uh, interview, mm -hmm. which thanks to Dave Hero is because they went to Dave Hero first, or mm -hmm. and somehow and Dave Hero pointed them in my direction. So I mean, big well, shout out to are, Dave Hero. Are you able to indulge what that's about? Or? Well, it, no, it's it's played. I mean, it's oh, already aired oh, and so okay. forth. But I mean, I've got the documentation that you know they used it, they paid me for it, mm -hmm. and so forth. And was uh, that on Vice? Yeah. Okay. Vice, right. so, okay. Uh, but that was one of my, you know, at the CAC. So, I mean, we were doing on the mat. You've yeah. done, you know, several interviews over Bergania, there. Bergania, I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I did Nick Bachwinkle. You know, oh, wow. Bachwinkle was, you know, yep. Bachwinkle <laughs> was fun. So, um, did I don't, I don't know if you probably, maybe you guys didn't. Did you guys see this yesterday? Who's getting the Iron Mike Mazurki Award? No. CAC this year? No. Mr. Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Really? Wow. Yes. Yes. Well, good for him. First, yes. his first time out there. First time out there. His first time to be out there. Yep. Oh, yep. well, see now, guys like him, honestly, could have the potential to bring the other wrestlers in his age group and era, you know, type group. Maybe. Okay, to help keep it going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and I, I hope I hope this turns out to be something huge for CAC. I would really like to see yeah. that, you know, if it's a shot in the arm that it could use yep. and all that. Because I remember the days of Heenan, Bachwinkle, you know, uh, like says Terry Funk, Race, Ted DiBiase. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I remember those guys, you know. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, if we get out to Vegas and do three days of just you know, a few hours of podcasting every day. That'd be sweet. Oh, right? I'd be, I, I'd be upset with heaven because maybe, you know, maybe, like, maybe, maybe the pizza place might be able to, you know. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Talk um, to them. So hey, we'll we're gonna be, take it on the road. Can you help us out, buddy? But no, I'd be out there. I mean, because they've got they got merch and stuff like that, and I'm yeah. always on the hunt for New stuff. stuff yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about a guy who is meant a lot to you you won the zebra kid uh memorial battle royal one yep um so explain on zebra kid on what he meant to you in the business and in personal life and um <laughs> that first match kind of z was really stiff with me on his kicks and his punches and I, I don't know if he was testing me or whatever but um it was like three weeks later and he's at school and he doesn't have a mask on <laughs> well, hey how you doing you know kevin you know, nice to meet you mm -hmm. and i didn't couldn't put two and two together had no idea <laughs> right <laughs> and uh got done he him and i actually teamed against uh the untouchables who? And the, the untouchable, B and Z. Oh, okay. But he didn't have his mask on, so I had no idea. 
So I'm actually getting my ass kicked by the Untouchables. <laughs> they were big. And they tag, uh, tagged out to him and all. They were bumping their asses off of Kevin, right? Boom, 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 boom. And Kevin's shorter than me. And uh, <laughs> we get done. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. He's like, do you know who I am? I'm like, um, you said your name is Kevin, right? He's like, I'm the Zebra Kid. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I didn't know. And he's laughing. Real, he's laughing. Not, real nice man. Uh, um, the couple of times I've, I've met him. Um, here's, a, here's, a, here's another quick story about Zebra. So me and Zebra and Ace Steel were on our way up to Wausau, Wisconsin for a couple of shows. And um, he had multiple masks. Right. Okay. So we're driving. And we're on 51, which is now 39, heading north. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all put the hoods on. We're driving. He's driving, right? <laughs> and we come up to this car, and there's an old couple in it. We pulled up alongside him. The woman looked over to her right, and she went, <laughs> He looks over, and all of a sudden, we're like this, and all of a sudden, he took his foot off the gas, and then... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, uh, yes. Speaking of names that uh, big influences, uh, we touched base on it a little bit or, or earlier, but Ed Schumann. Uh, Ed is one, definitely one of a kind. Um, here's here's a story. Well, quick thing about Ed. Ed and Iron Sheik were the only ones that smoked in my car. Really? Wow. Only ones that smoked in my car. Anybody that's, Jimmy never smoked in my car. Mm. Anybody else? I didn't even let my wife at the time smoke in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Kaz, Kaz, and, and, and wow. Eddie. Um, Eddie was like, oh, I'll just put the window down and they'll all flow out. Yeah. All flow out. That was it. Um, Eddie helped me a lot as far as like the match at the amphitheater. He 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 didn't scold me, but he was like, "The only thing I didn't like is you pulled up your elbow pad when I was laying there." Yeah. At one point before he came off. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it does show. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, "Other than that, the match was phenomenal." Um, yeah. He was on the road, with, uh, you know, went on the road with him. Uh, for Sam, you know, we rode. The, he rode with me. He didn't drive, I don't think. I don't. I mean, his wife. No, was. I mean, as far as I know, I mean, especially in his later years, he's always had one of the boys. Yeah. Drive. Yeah. So. Um. It was. It was. Um. Uh. It was magic. I mean, we had such a good time. Whether we were taking pictures, or we were in a car, and we were bullshitting, or telling, he was telling stories about <sighs> the Paffos down in Kentucky, because that's where he kind of got his start was okay managing uh uh down in kentucky with angelo poffles i did not know that wow yep yep and then, eventually, and then eventually sam started going down there and then he uh the vic theater over on sheffield by belmont mm -hmm. um eddie eddie was um uh involved in that because he worked with jam productions so yeah uh, S small world, yep. small world. Yep. I um, the first time I met Ed Schumann, working a Turbo show, 
I did all their film work. Hmm. I'm laying cables on, and this time, I mean, I I was with public access, and it's like I would use their cameras to film shit. <laughs> oh, I need it for the TV show, yeah. <laughs> you know. But anyway, I'm laying the cables out and being anal the way I am. Hey, you better take that shit down. Who's paying for this? Who are you? I ain't paying for this shit. <laughs> Whoa, 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 dude. <laughs> hey, I, I But it was a turbo show. It was a turbo show. But he's barking at you. He's barking. And it's like, I don't, dude, talk to him. <laughs> you know, I pointed him to Steve Turbo. All right. And then to come to find out, uh, after Ed calmed down and, you know. Had a, like six cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, he found out that at the time, my mom was dating one of the lighting guys at the Vic Theater, you know, and did all the lightings for the stage and stuff like right. that. And uh, then he met my mom, you know, because my mom actually filmed a lot of my early shows. Mm -hmm. You know, she came out, you know, out on the road. What is filming, you know? Uh, and then pretty much... Uh, after that, he kind of seen I was legit and I had my respect and stuff like that. And, you know, he started like letting up on me. But first time was like, I ain't paying for this. Who are you? <laughs> but I'm glad that I've had the opportunity to know him myself. Right. You know, he, wealth of knowledge. Yes. Wealth of knowledge. Yes. Um, you may not know this, but um, our, our, our buddy Carmine DiSpirito. Hey, Carmine. Uh, <laughs> ran uh, Mid-American Wrestling up in Milwaukee. Yeah. He came up with the idea of Dr. Sidney Hack. Sidney Hack. Which was Ed Schumann in a doctor's coat and a bag. And he had a, a bottle of whiskey and a carton of cigarettes, cigarettes. and a stethoscope. <laughs> Dr. Sidney Hack. And he's smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ringside. Yeah, yes. ringside. And every time he was trying to cut a promo, he's hacking in the middle of his promo. <laughs> While great. smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But a wealth of knowledge. Wealth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. yep. You know. And uh yeah, truly missed. And uh it's it's someone that you don't run across, you know, every day. Mm -hmm. so. so let's talk about Mateo Valentine. He's gonna be our next guest on the show. Oh, okay. So okay. let's talk about him a little bit. What are you? What do you like? What do you see with uh, Mateo Valentine uh, coming into power? He's he he. What he does in ring is good. I like it. He's got the crowd behind him. He has to take care of himself and be a little bit more thinking into the future. Think or thinking things out. Uh, because I do recall, and I wasn't there, uh, but I heard about the, the, the spine buster on the outside at T Wood. Um, it, it, it was, I, I, I think it was mentioned that he probably shouldn't do that. He went ahead with it anyways. Um, you know, you really have to. Think things out. Uh, yeah, it might look cool and everything else. It was like I, I just saw something on video. Some guy. It was a it was a death match, and some guy set this guy's pants on fire by his nuts, mm. and then he took a weed whacker and and then he sold the weed whacker, and then all of a sudden 
The flames are coming up his shirt and yeah. the guy's on. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah. Uh, fire is I not. Mean, a, I mean, I didn't see that one. The last one I seen someone of getting burned up was Masada. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard him go yeah, to yeah, spit yeah. the yeah, fire. Yeah. Yep. And you know what, Masada? I hope you're doing well. I hope you hear this. Uh, but a real nice guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I when he came out to Rockford, uh, those few times, mm -hmm. uh, real nice guy down to earth. But yeah, no, I, that one, the guy burning up from, I didn't see yeah, that one. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Um, but but getting back to Mateo, um, you know, uh, I, I really haven't had much conversation with him. And now that I'm, I'm going to be moving to Florida, I, I, I won't get uh, an opportunity to, you know, sit down and talk with him. Uh, yeah, I, I just wish that, um, uh, you know, I would have been able to have more time to sit down and talk to him. And, and you know, uh, I mean, I'm always approachable. Mm. I'm not going to turn anybody down. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, again, I don't, I don't pull punches. If, if you do something that looks like shit, I'm going to tell you, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to, when it came to my ring work, mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't like totally anal about it, but, um, you know, I, I made sure what I did made made sense, mm -hmm. um, and and made sure that that things were done the right way, so that got the right reactions from the crowd. Mm -hmm. So, talk about your time working with uh, Sam Desero. Sam Desero, I wouldn't say I wouldn't be where I am without him. But I can't say that he wasn't a contributing factor. There were so many contributing factors in my my career. Sam, obviously, first. Mike Gratchner, uh, who was Sam's right-hand man uh, for the company. Um, Sonny Rogers, the Dream Warriors, the Untouchables. There were so many guys that pushed me to be better than I thought I was. Mm -hmm. um, Casey Knight is another guy. Or Mike Sampson is another guy. Um, and then when I left Sam and I started working outside, uh, you know, with different companies throughout Illinois and Wisconsin and Indiana, and, um, I had already been in four years and I just wanted to, I wouldn't say, say steal the show, but uh, I want people to remember my match right. with whoever I was with, whether it was a certain bump or, or whatever. And I was pretty open to you know, pretty much taking anything that was explained to me or if I knew the move or whatever. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, it was, it was all about making sure the fans got their money's worth. Oh, right. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessarily about going to a table or, you know, um, anything, anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I was, I was, uh, yeah. I just I just prided myself on, on on being the best that I could and making my opponent look as as good as possible. Oh yeah, and then that's that's what it, it it's still it still should be about that. Unfortunately, it's not like that all the time. Well, uh, I mean, so, it's, sometimes people go into business for themselves. It and, all depends on you know who you're being trained by and stuff like that. It's all you know it comes to the respect game at the end of it. So mm -hmm. here's one thing. All right. What is, what was one of the scariest 
things that you've seen in the ring? Uh, not, necessar- not necessarily that you were like firsthand in, you know, whatever. Do you like, know Colonel Blackman? You ever heard a name from Wisconsin? I have Yes. Not. I have not, though. No. Yeah. So Colonel Blantnick did a dive from the top rope to the outside, and he snapped his ankle. Ooh. Had he been wearing shorter boots, uh, it would have been a compound, which basically the bone cuts yeah. through his skin. Right. That was pretty horrific. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was almost like the Sid Vicious type. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, okay, I got a name for you. Johnny Stewart. I just saw Johnny Stewart in, at, at Mr. Bill's wake. Did you? Um, he showed up late. Um, the illustrious one. Um, yeah. He, he, he worked He worked with the AWA. He started with Sam, Windy City, worked in the AWA until they shut down. Um, uh, I know he's run for representative of Illinois or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah. Pop, pop, political. Right. Um, <clears throat> I never was in the ring with him. Okay. Um, he was great. You yeah. Know? And I met him actually through the turbos. Right. You know, yeah. I met him through the turbos and he actually liked my, you know, he goes, for for a tall guy, you really move good in the ring. <laughs> he goes, I enjoy your I enjoy your work. Oh, I appreciate That's it. That's funny. You know. But Did you say I would have said, Oh, what you've been talking to Hebner? <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> but no, uh and he knew how to he knew how to work the crowd too. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. He uh, um Hey Stack Ross. Ed Ed knew my dad. Uh-huh. Dad worked at Jewel for years and Ed, they actually had a bread rounds. Okay. Brownberry bread round. So All right. They they still have those routes out there, but they delivered a bread to the Jewel mm-hmm. and the Dominics when right, there's Dominics yeah. around. Mariana's now. Now Mariana's, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And um, so that's how Ed got to know my dad. Mm-hmm. So then I think my dad told him that I was a wrestler with Winky City. So then Eddie come come down to Windy City on the south southeast side and signed up and stuff and I mean, Eddie couldn't do, you know, Eddie couldn't bump. I, I, who's going to bump it? Yeah. You know, real, honestly. <laughs> who who would be able to bump it? Right. Unless it was Andre DeJohn. Yeah. You he know, was a big show. Big of a guy. Right. So, so, um, uh, Eddie, Eddie resonated with the crowd. I mean, he, you know, his, um, um, uh, what the hell is the name of his? Uh, anyways, his song would hit People go crazy, and you know he had that that bright ass, big ass smile, and he yes, he he, he just connected with the with the crowd. Every time I've seen the man, he was smiling and cracking jokes. Yes, yes. So jokes. here's a, here's a funny here's a funny story about Eddie and I. <laughs> so so um, and I actually wrestled Ed twice. Once was with Bobby Clancy. And Scott Demore, who is with Impact now, yeah. is one, he's like the main guy with Impact. Oh, and here's a side note on that. So <laughs> when Kyle did Impact, he met he met Dreamer and talked to Dreamer and Rhino and saw Rhino and stuff. And he saw Scott and he was like, um, he introduced himself. And he was like, I'm Kazile. And, you know, he was like, I think you know my dad. He was like, who's your dad? He's like Trevor Blanchard. He's like, 
You know, I was looking at you earlier, and you looked really familiar to me, <laughs> but I couldn't figure it out. And now, now I know you're spitting image of your dad. So, 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 it's me and Bobby and Scott against Bill and somebody else, and uh, oh, Denny, Denny, uh, Denny Cass, and Bill. He wore like um, um, the wrestling headgear and stuff, and then it was Haystacks for us. So. <clears throat> I wind up having to take Haystacks Ross's finish. Right. So what it was is he'd throw me in, and all I had to do was just jump up in his, you know, my legs around him, right? And he'd bear hug me. Yeah. And then he'd drop to his knees. Mm. And oof. <laughs> <One. laughs> That match, I think, is on YouTube, or I have it, or is on yeah, one of it my, might be. I think it's on one of, my, one of the DVDs yeah. you've for me. Um. um we're working with, it might have been Hero, I don't know. We're up at Milwaukee Fest. Okay. And outside in their sports pavilion thing, we're doing a show, and, and, and it's me and Eddie. And I said, all we're going to do is cat and mouse until we finish. All right. So, he, you know, I'm in, I get in the groups first, I'm in there, and Eddie comes out, and I jump out, and jump in, try and tag him, and jump out, and, you know, Eddie can't move. Yeah. He can't run. <laughs> You can't run after me, right? So I'm just, you know, right. tucking in, tucking out, tucking in. Goes on for like 10 minutes. Oh, you Crowd's hit. freaking ready to kill me, right? <laughs> wow. So I finally, and I finally get in, and my foot gets caught on the middle rope, and I fall, and he picks me up, throws me in. Boom. Boom. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd with bananas. Crowd with bananas. <laughs> in early memory of Haystack, uh, and actually it involves Chris, we ran the route. Uh, you know, 41. Yeah, and I worked them there too. Yeah. Um, Same finish. Like, I'm going to freaking pin it. Who's going to believe that? <laughs> um, yeah, no, all right, I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. Just make sure you brush your teeth. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he actually picked Chris up <laughs> out of the crowd and uh, walked around the ring with him. Oh wow! You know, picked him up. Yeah, well, I remember that because it was freaking <laughs> hot as hell in there. Yeah, the air conditioning broke. And all they uh, had was those big industrial fans. See, now I, I heard. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I heard. I heard a different. I heard a different story. Okay. I heard a different story. It was split in two. Right, you had the one side that didn't have air, but then you had you went that through that little hallway, and then you had the other side which was air. Now I was told through the grapevine of who was I. Now I'm brand, I'm like brand freaking new in this business. I was just happy to be in the ring. I've got this picture on in, in my albums. Uh, but I'm just like, <laughs> you know, big old smile. But anyway, uh, it was supposed to be over here in the air conditioned spot, but someone made a corporate decision to put it over here so the fans didn't have to walk to the concession stands. I and when that decision was made, and when Sonny found out, he like blew a gasket. From what I heard, even though I didn't see Sonny blow this gasket, but I've never seen Sonny mad day in my life, <laughs> you know. But he got upset, 
So I don't know, man. That's what I heard. I mean, is any? I mean, Grant, it's twenty years ago. I don't know. I think the statute of limitations. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but it was hot. It was. Oh, it, was it was. It was humid. Hot and humid. Oh, oh it was hot. Yeah, yeah, and I refed. Yeah, it was sunny. Um, I can't. What was his name? He was out of Indiana. Uh, Scott Scrubula. Who? Scott Scrubula. No, not. Oh, um, yeah, his dad, um, he, he, Rob, 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 Rob Lemke. Lemke, yeah. Yeah, Rob Lemke. Rob Lemke. Yeah. Nice guy, too. You know, real nice Have guy. you seen him lately? No, I have not. Do you remember his dad, how his dad looked? The beard, and white beard? Yeah. Rob looks exactly like wow. his dad. <laughs> <Wow>. uh. <laughs> Just like his dad. Yeah, no, that was, that was a good time. To Ross, I mean, every time you've seen him, dude. Had a smile on his face. Uh -huh. you know, always. You you could not make that man mad. <laughs> you know? He used to work. Uh, there was a bar on Lincoln Avenue. Okay. Um, s towards south southeast, I believe. Um, southeast of Ashland. <clears throat> okay. Uh, called Big Nasty. Um, and it had uh, upstairs. And I remember going mm -hmm. there. Several times, and he was bouncing and stuff. Like, you know, obviously, he's not going to charge me. Right. And there's a bunch of us that went in there one time, and, and uh, um, they had like this probably as wide as this table. There's a plate you could actually stand up mm -hmm. above people, okay, and actually dance there. It was kind of carpeted and stuff, right. yeah. So, big nasty, <laughs> big end, big end, and big nasty. No. Yeah. Oh, well, you know. You know, we mentioned his name earlier. You know, Dice Man. Oh, money's in the boot. <laughs> money's in the boot. Um, Ronnie's always blowing the roof off. Him and Bobo blow the roof off, off, the, off the house, off the, do, off the building. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, here's, a, here's a funny story about Ronnie. Me, A Steel, Dominion, Kaz, and Ronnie are on our way up to Wisconsin for a show. Kaz and, and Ace and, and Dominion are in the back, and I'm up front with Ron. Ronnie smarts off. Why don't you guys cut it out with smoking that? Fucking weed. <laughs> Pisses cars off. Why don't you mind your own business? You're always talking about pussy, 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 and you have your kids up there in his van, right? <laughs> don't worry about what we fucking do back here. <laughs> so we stop at a gas station, and Kaz goes in, Ronnie goes in, pays for gas, and uh, go to the bathroom, get something to drink or whatever, and come back out towards the van, and Ronnie's pumping the gas. He doesn't see Kaz as he comes out of the gas station. Where the fuck is that jabroni sheet? <laughs> throws, his, throws his bottle, in, his Snapple bottle, breaks it. And it took all three of us to keep Kaz from fucking grabbing Ronnie and suplexing him right there. Oh. <laughs> because of him fucking bitching about the, about the Swede and everything. <laughs> oh. Ronnie almost bit it that day. Oh. He, he owes, his, he owes uh, his life to me and Ace and uh, Dominion. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I um, worked with Ronnie, and uh, definitely a different experience. You know, definitely a different experience. Uh, he's never, you know, shorted me on pay or anything like that. He was always a man of his word. But I will say, though, I one time I was doing the manager gimmick and stuff like I've been doing. I came out to his, his music one time, you know. <laughs> and I'm... 
And it was like, you know, thing Ronnie, maybe Ronnie or whatever, you know. Maybe a couple months later, he goes, I see him at a show. No hi, kiss my ass or anything. Bam, chop, right? And I have no chest to begin with. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, true. What the hell are you doing using my music? Are you kidding me right now? You just caved my damn chest in and because of your music. Last I knew it freestyle owned it. You know? Yeah, I but, believe he's down in Mississippi now. Is he? Yeah. Um no again, uh he was always a man of his word. Uh he actually, thanks to him, uh he gave me the opportunity to uh, be in the ring with one of my all-time favorites that I actually used to watch. It was uh, Jim Duggan. That was for that Ray Orndorff show, you know. Right there. Yeah. Yep. And, um, Tough guy. It, yeah. And it was, uh, I've always loved Duggan mm-hmm. in Mid-South and, you know, in Texas when he would, you know, go into Texas a little bit, you know, for uh, Gotch. And uh, I had the opportunity to get that match, and it was like, I, I was first time in a while. I was like, "Oh, starstruck," you know. And thanks to Ronnie, you know that that type of memory uh, happened, you know, because of him. Uh, yeah, it, it it's um, it, it's obviously, and I and I don't think you've experienced it, but um, um, being able to be in the ring or converse with guys and and and, and have a friendship with guys that you actually grew up with, like with you know demolition mm-hmm. I'm really good friends with bill and barry and brian blair and you know i had a great relationship with mick bockwinkle so did i i mean I, I had his number in my phone i was like i was so proud of him <clears throat> and to see him at the cac's and hey uh, nice to see you you know again you know right. oh yeah dude this yep. shit is awesome yeah you know yeah. um same thing with you know with page ddp and uh, steamboat right um, if they didn't feel trust with you and having their number because like so let's say you know you know let's say hypothetically you come into money you want to run a show you want you want ricky to drag at steamboat's number i'm not just gonna outright give it to you i'm gonna hey steamer you know this guy that i know he's run the show do you want his number or you want me to give him your number. And the same thing with Rhino. There was yeah. a guy in West Virginia that I worked for. He's like, hey, could you give me Rhino's number? And I'm like, um, yeah, I'll, I'll um, give me a few minutes, right? So I texted him and I'm like, hey, man, I said, this guy in West Virginia, you know, do you want me to give him your number or do you want his number? And then you can contact him. And he was like, no, go ahead and go ahead and get yeah. it. No, I don't. When they, when they entrust me to have their number, I'm not going to give it out right. unless I talk right. to them. It's just right. the right thing to do. Oh, no, yeah. It's a respect thing. <laughs> right. right. No, you absolutely. don't want somebody blowing up your phone that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it's Yeah, being a yeah. mark. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, we'll kind of end it off on this. All right. What do you feel is a lost art? Okay. And if someone is to get, you know, get ready to come into the business, what would you tell them? Um, the lost art of telling a story. Nobody tells a story. When was the yeah. last time you saw a story in the ring? Yeah. Seriously. Hmm. It, it, it's, that's, that's the lost art. The believability, the, be, the, the, the being able to suspend somebody's belief 
that's that's the business. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to suspend their belief. And you know, guys mm-hmm. that that you know wrestle because I remember I remember rough, wrestling rough crossing when that whole thing when Jimmy came into the MOB and stuff, and we'd be at T-Wood. And Ruff and I and Jimmy and the MLB, you know, when it was time, when it was time to leave, I'd always walk by and, you know, give them a look, give them some type of look. They, hey, I'm leaving. Thanks. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm. But never went up to him and shook his hand and said bye. And uh, that was protecting, the pr- protecting what we were doing. Right. Um, nobody, nobody really protects the business anymore. I was brought in when I started. When I signed the paperwork, Sam told me, "You don't tell anybody what happened. What happens here, it stays here. You don't tell your mom, your dad, your brother, your girlfriend. You don't tell anybody." And my 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 dad went to his grave not knowing. Times change, but you know it still should be. Um, you know, I, I wish it was still as protected as it was years ago. Um, you know, the other thing is, is again, the, be- the believability. How many kicks, insecurity kicks is somebody going to take? I mean, I remember it, it doesn't Shawn Michaels give one and you're out for the count yeah. for the three, you know, <laughs> and you see these guys giving insecurities left and right, left and right, mm-hmm. you know, seven, eight in a, in, in a match. Right. And then they loot and then they get pinned on a roll up. Doesn't make sense. Right. Um, what was what was the other? And I said, if somebody was getting ready to get in, and they said, "Hey, Trev, um, I want to give this a shot. What piece of advice can I use to, you know, <clears throat> keep close at heart and to help make this business work?" Obviously, go to a reputable school. Uh, do your research. There are people out there that are just going to take your money and not give you the very few small kernels. And if you and if you're gonna do this, either do it with the passion to not be a weekend warrior. And there's nothing wrong with being a weekend warrior and doing this on, you know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you seriously want to pursue this as a means of providing for yourself, don't go in it half assed. Go in it full, you know, look the part, get to the gym, tan. Looked apart going to the show. Wear nice clothes. You know, don't wear ripped jeans and a t-shirt and, you know, because you look like one of the fans. It was like when I wrestled in Santa Domingo, um, the guy the guy that I was teaming with, I told him I was going to wear, you know, dress slacks. And he was like, oh, no, don't, you know, you don't have to do that. And I'm like, all right, fine. I wore, I wore jeans and a, and a button shirt and a sport coat. Right. Because I, they've never seen me. I wanted them to be like, wow, this guy, like, is this all he does? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. No. And a lot of them didn't speak speak English, but whatever. I gave them the right. the the visual, like, wow, this is what this guy does for a living. Mm-hmm. There it is. So, uh, tribute with Trev. What road stories after road stories. And honestly, <laughs> we could keep going on. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's almost yeah. getting past the bedtime. Yeah, yeah, and, and I and I got I got a flight to catch down to Sarasota yeah. in a couple of days. So yeah, I can't, see? I can't yeah. come back. <laughs> so, I mean, I can always come back. 
Yeah. But maybe maybe we'll do this out in Vegas. I, yeah, maybe. Anything's possible, man. I mean, we'll play it one uh one one day at a time and just uh you know, we take it as it goes, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. this is gonna be something else and uh we are going to have a audio and a video version. Uh, so uh we'll definitely uh, take our time and make sure this is right and uh you know Got to do the best for one of the guys that's been around for quite some time. I've had the opportunity to uh, run the road with you a little bit, learn from you, share cards with you, yeah, uh, have fun in the ring. And we've had our uh, disagreements. But, uh, oh yeah, but that's, we, but that's, that's what brothers have, do. Right, know, brothers argue and fight. Uh, yeah, we bump heads. Yep. You know, but like I said, with especially with on the mat, uh, that was a dream that I was pursuing, and you were a big part of that. Uh, especially with the uh, live, you know, the live shows, mm-hmm. you put all that together. Um, so I'm definitely appreciative of that. And like he says, dude, it's definitely um, there's a little bit of Trevor in in all of us. Some of his new, you know, newer some generation. good, some bad, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, I do appreciate the things that you've done, and I'm glad that we have had the opportunity to uh, grow our friendship and. Mm-hmm. You know, and see our boys' and, friendships. Yes. Awesome. I, I am very grateful for that. Yep. Because I do know that they've got each other back. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, parenting done right. You I know? guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yep. I do appreciate that. And uh, you will definitely uh, will miss you around the show, that's for sure. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, except for my bitch at the time. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where the hell is your lady damn it? All right. On the back door. And that, 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 that whole thing, like at the Brower House, it's, you know, there's a back door for a reason. You know, you don't want to look, you know. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a back door. That's where our dressing room is. Come in the back. That's where the wing is coming in. No, that's, you know. There you go. So I don't give a shit about a third. I'm not, I'm like, a... <laughs> well, there it is, fans. Uh, you know, train wrecker, thank you for like uh, thanks for listening in. And, thanks uh, for squeezing me in. I it. it was it was good yeah. hearing the stories and yeah. listening and it's something else. Did I mean, you learn? This is, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you come out of it learning something, that's all I care about. Right. Uh this could just go from you know, this this could explode because there's so many memories here in the Midwest uh and just through things that we've we've done. So yep. but there definitely. it is, fans. Uh, definitely, uh, we will keep you posted on the Hillbilly Records uh, podcast of when this is coming out. Uh, we're going to definitely do it right. So, other than that, thank you very much for everything, and we will talk to you next time. See you, Chicago. Just want to say thank you to our sponsors for helping out on the show. The Chicago Pizza Authority at 1050 Summit Street in Elgin. You can go to Chicago Pizza Authority. Dot com to check out all the specials they have going on, like this one, a 16-inch, one-topping thin crust pizza, and your choice of a two-liter bottle of soda for $18.99. That's right. Uh, give them a shout, 847-742-8802. They definitely have the best pizza in the area. And Fonzie and the Dago Tees supplying their song, King of the Hill, as our theme song, for the podcast.